Hey there, we've got Squarespace sponsoring today's episode of Topics. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code BLACK. It's Topics, the podcast where two comedians discuss serious topics in a serious way. Although if something funny happens, that's fine. I'm Michael Ian Black, joined as always by Michael Showalter. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's great to be here. I always enjoy our chats. As do I. Um, and I'm very excited about today. Yeah, um, we've, we have a, a, a uh, I would say, one of our more interesting topics to, uh, to tackle today. And um, before we do that, let's just quickly talk about uh, the podcast and lay out the framework for what we do here. Um, there's one rule, of course, which is there are no rules. We have a guideline, uh, which is that we try to discuss 80% of any given topic, uh, whatever uh, percentage of that we don't get to, leads to our recommendation, which is that you, the listeners, take that percentage and discuss it in one of your study groups. Yeah. And that, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. And the, you know, this, without, we won't go too, in, too much into it, but the study groups have been, all the feedback we're, we've been getting is that, that people are really enjoying the study groups and some are even requesting that we do less than 80% so that uh, the study groups can cover more than just 20 yeah, I mean, one of the great things about the study groups I'm finding is not only am I teaching them, the two of us, are, I think, are really teaching them an awful lot, but in return, they're teaching us. Mm -hmm. You know, when I go over some of the essays and uh, some of the mixed media collages that I've been receiving from the study groups, you know, I'm I'm looking at some of these topics in ways that I hadn't anticipated. Um, and it's interesting to me the way these topics can be looked at from so many different angles. It reminds me of the story of the, um, the explorers in the jungle. Mm -hmm. They're blind and they, they come upon uh, an elephant and they all touch different parts of the elephant and describe the different parts. Uh, and I, I can't remember, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it, in the end it's an elephant. And so we're, huh. we're, we're, I feel like, finding our own elephant here. Well, if I, if I, um, I think what I would say is, is it sort of feels like, um, a miraculous, <laughs> um, sort of, uh, what am you, I looking, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't even for? need to, you don't even this, need to I continue. I think what I'm looking for is, well, I think what I'm trying to say is that the synergy, yes, Yes. of what we're doing and what the listeners are doing in the study groups is nothing short of miraculous. Yes. And I, I definitely understand what you're doing there because it, you're feeding just so perfectly into today's topic, miracles. I want to start the conversation with you by just even defining what a miracle is. How do you define a miracle? To me, a miracle is um, an event. Yes. Um, not ascribable to human power. 
mm. or the laws of nature. Um, but something more supernatural yes. or divine in, in its essence. Mm. Um, something that is not within mortal capability, but rather that comes through the providence of a higher power. Hmm. You, you said that very well, Thank really you. very well. Yeah. So like an example of a miracle would be like what a lot of the stuff that like, well, and I'm, I'm not going to say if I think, well, I'll just say wh what it looks to me like is a lot of the stuff that David Blaine does. Yes. Yes. It, it, it certainly gives the illusion of the miraculous. Exactly. Right. And I was going to say, I'm not, whether he's, these things are real or not is, is I think is a debate, but, but. The illusion is very much that these are miracles that he's performing. Right. Well, I definitely agree with your definition. Um, events that cannot be ascribed to the, the, the normal realm of, of human capabilities, where I think I have a slight disagreement with you is in your categorization of somebody like David Blaine as being uh, perhaps capable of conducting the miraculous mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because he is a self-described illusionist. Mm. And in that description, that self-description, he is saying, I'm creating illusions. Mm. And therefore, uh, what may appear to be miraculous to you, the viewer, is in fact in illusion mm -hmm. and therefore mm -hmm. is not miraculous. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. You use the word illusion because it brings to mind uh, the word mirage. A mirage is um, often is, is the you'll, you'll be in the desert and you'll see palm trees and a, yes. and a, and a small pond with cold drinking water in it. Yes. And we call this a mirage and I think that the roots there. Well, we call that an oasis. An mm -hmm. oasis. Mm -hmm. That's what I meant to say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there's also a mirage. Yes. And a mirage is a is an optical illusion of sorts, yes. where we think we see something, but we don't really see it. Ah. And isn't it interesting that M I R? We see those three letters also in the beginning of the word miracle. Mm -hmm. And my question is, what is the relationship you see between a mirage or an illusion and a miracle? Mm. Well, as you said, they both have that, uh, that three word, that, that three letter triphthong, the M I R triphthong and mirror, of course, M I R meaning to see, Mm -hmm. And in the case of mirage, it's to see something that isn't there. And in miracle, it is to see something that cannot be explained by ordinary means and therefore mm. must be attributable to the supernatural. Mm. The mirage uh, can be attributed 
to the the natural, mm-hmm. the miracle cannot. So when we say, for example, um, and I'm, this is a slightly cheeky example, but I think a fun one, miracle whip, the uh, <laughs> the sandwich spread, mm-hmm. we're thinking to ourselves, now how can this uh, uh, taste so much like mayonnaise and yet not be mayonnaise? Mm. Do you see? Mm-hmm. They're, they're playfully employing the word miracle to suggest the supernatural. And mm-hmm. if you've ever had a BLT with Miracle Whip on a summer day, <laughs> uh, you might actually think it's a miracle because it, it does taste terrific. And that's not a plug mm-hmm. for Miracle Whip. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm being a little bit cheeky here. Mm-hmm. But, but you, you understand. Miracles mm-hmm. can be fun, too. Well, let's, let, let's look at that a little bit further. When you say miracles can be fun. Mm-hmm. Um. What is the opposite true? Can a miracle ever be Mm. a bad thing? Yes, but it it depends on your perspective. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a perfect example. One of the most famous religious figures is a man named Moses who is the father of uh, uh, the Jewish religion, mm-hmm. or certainly one of the fathers, and is known for a pretty big miracle. Mike, do you the know? Ten com- the Ten Commandments. Well, that's one of them, but that's not the one I was thinking of. An even more the, dramatic miracle. The Red Sea. Yes. The Parting of the Red Sea in which he and his band of Israelites were trapped against uh, the shore and the Egyptians were coming after them with swords and guns. And Moses said, unto the sea part, and the sea parted. And Moses uh, and his his band of Israelites walked through the part uh, with with no more trouble than they were walking uh, uh, Along a pathway, the Israelites followed with their swords and guns, and the seas crashed in among them, drowning them all. Now, it was a miracle for Moses and the Israelites, and a a happy one, but for those uh, Egyptians who were chasing them, I think we can say it was an unfortunate miracle. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Right. So it depends on perspective. You know, when Mary, um, the mother of of Jesus of Nazareth, found herself with child under miraculous means, um, because, of course, she was a virgin, her husband, Joseph, may have had some mixed emotions about that miracle. Uh Uh-huh. Can you explain that a little further? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get... graphic or blasphemous, but Mary found herself to be pregnant and, you know, her husband probably said, how are you pregnant? You're a virgin. And she goes, well, uh, God made me pregnant. And, you know, he probably had a certain amount of trepidation about that. 
Hi, it's Michael Ian Black from the Topics Podcast. Let's take a break to thank Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio for sponsoring today's show. Squarespace is constantly improving their platform with new features, beautiful designs, and all the style options you need to create a unique website. Plus, Every Squarespace plan is now fully able to support commerce functionality. That means that every single Squarespace customer can now begin selling products online. Plus, start your free trial with no credit card required at squarespace.com. If you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code BLACK, get 10% off, and to let them know we sent you. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. So this is really interesting because do, would you say that the birth of Christ, the birth of Christ yes. is possibly, I mean, I don't want to turn it into a competition, but that's a, his birth is, is its own, is a miracle of its own, right? Of course. Um, any, any, but I believe that any birth is a miracle. But, but in particular his, because he was divinely created. He was not... I believe all children are divinely created. Mm -hmm. But I think what I'm getting at is that Mary's husband might have been a little upset that she got pregnant by another man. Yes, that that's what I'm trying to say without saying. And that even though a good thing happened, a miracle happened for her husband, unless they had an open relationship, I can assume that he was very upset. Yes, yes. Well, it... it it gives new meaning to the Facebook status. It's complicated um, because how do you explain that? You know, you really have to believe in miracles. You're saying if, how do you explain that if you're Mary? Yes. Yes. And she did. And she did. So did you have a thought? Yeah. We've talked about sort of classic miracles, miracles of your miracles from, the days when miracles were as common as uh, pebbles on the on the shoreline, but I want to talk about modern miracles. Mm-hmm. What are some I, examples? I of do too. Modern miracles. Well, we have, um, you know, we see examples of miracles every day in our daily life. Um, like what? To me, miracles come in big packages and they come in small packages. Yes, like what? Um, To me, a miracle can be something as simple as the sound of a child's laughter. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. A miracle can but, wait, be... I just want to interrupt you very, very briefly. Because we've already defined a miracle as something that cannot be uh, 
explained. And I can't explain that. Well, if you, you know, I, I have two children and sometimes if I do something silly or, um, you know, tickle them or something, they'll laugh. And that's certainly ex- ex- explainable. But that's not a miracle. I see. That's not a miracle. So for you, it would be a children, uh, children's laughter that you can't explain. What can't be explained, Mike, mm-hmm. is – and I don't want to be condescending or patronizing because I do get the sense that maybe this is a concept that you're not totally grasping or – what can't be explained is not the laughter itself and yes. but rather the way that that laugh makes me feel mm. i can't explain that how does it make you feel it makes me feel a level of connectedness mm. to a universal truth Mm. that I am only the smallest part of. And in being such a small piece of such a big puzzle, I feel this incredible sense of belonging. That word belonging. And that feeling is in itself a miracle. Yes. Yes, the feeling of oneness that we as humans sometimes experience um, can feel divine. I do know what you're talking about, and it's and it, and it can't be exp- it can't be explained away, mm. it, you know, in some quick description of oh this happened or that happened or or because i have this thing or that that you know it's a it's something that cannot be described and yet you did explain it um and describe it i tried mm-hmm. but sometimes words only paint a a part of the picture. Mm. What about you? What do you think about our mo- would be some modern miracles? Well, the first one that we, comes we, to mind for me, of course, is when Sully Sullenberger landed that plane in the Hudson River. Mm-hmm. You know, with no, no. Uh, How did he do that? He, he was a miracle. Mm-hmm. It literally cannot be explained by science. Mm-hmm. We often hear the phrase, God is my co-pilot. Mm. But in that instance... It was true. It was. He, he also had a, a co-pilot mm. whose name I don't know. But mm-hmm. in addition to that co-pilot, he had another co-pilot. And that co-pilot was God. Because the there's, no other way, there's no other way to explain it. For our listeners who maybe aren't familiar with um, Sully, why don't you just briefly yes. remind us of what was that incident? 
on a routine flight from, I believe it was uh, LaGuardia Airport to San Francisco, California. A U.S. Air flight uh, departed, and immediately upon departing, hit a bunch of birds. The birds went through the engine mm. and destroyed the engine, all mm-hmm. the engines. There were like 15 engines, mm-hmm. and it destroyed all 15 engines. Mm-hmm. The captain, Sully, radioed uh, Newark Airport, which is close, and said, I, I have to land. All of my engines are destroyed. Mm-hmm. But he was losing altitude so quickly mm-hmm. that he knew he would never make it to Newark Airport, mm-hmm. also known as Liberty Airport. Okay. So he, he, he's in one of the busiest uh, metropolitan areas in the country. There's no place to land the plane. He looks down. What does he see? The blue expanse of the Hudson River stretched before him. He says, I'm going to ditch it in the Hudson River, but first I have to uh, get over the George Washington Bridge. He barely uh, gets over the George Washington Bridge, the bridge scraping the belly of the airplane, the sound reverberating through the cabin. Passengers described it as a screeching sound like that of the devil's laugh. The Hudson uncommonly is smooth and placid. What are normally choppy waters on this day are smooth. Sully, or one of his co-pilots, glides the plane onto the river as gently as a bird touching down onto um, the forest floor. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are some bumps. Yes, there are some bruises. But what we quickly see as passengers escape helping one another through the doors onto the wings of the aircraft floating there in the Hudson River are all passengers survive an event that can only be attributable to the supernatural. And in fact, the headlines on the papers the following day all read a miracle on the Hudson. A miracle on the Hudson. Hello. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. Please help us get the word out about the show by writing us a rating, or a review on iTunes. If you'd like to write to us a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. <laughs>